Alex Nicosia joined alongside Patrick Hauger and Jack Heenan. And through three games of this first week of the NCAA basketball season, we had quite a few, I don't want to say surprises, but some teams were scared, especially uh, two teams that Jack liked, TCU and Creighton. Yeah, TCU especially. I could not believe watching that, what was happening to them. And, I mean, we have a lot to talk about. There's much, you know, much more other teams like Florida State, Temple, which is a team that Calgary liked. So, you know, a lot to dig in in this episode. Yeah, Temple, tough tough start for Temple, but I think they'll bounce back potentially against uh, Nova tomorrow. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, I mean, November Madness, just like March Madness. November Madness, these are new teams, uh, new systems, new players. So, you see, your, yeah, a couple of uh, surprising Surprising upsets the first couple of days. Yeah, I mean, a few of those teams that we mentioned, I mean, Temple obviously was one of them that lost, but Creighton, TCU, they didn't lose, but they had a lot of big scares. And look, I'm going to be honest, I, I was exhausted on Monday. I, I, I napped for a little bit during the 7 p.m. slate of games. What a bum. Lazy not a, not a real fan. Not a, just not a real fan. I, but. I know. So I, I, missed, <laughs> I missed most of it, um, especially the TCU game. I missed the Creighton game. But, I mean, looking at some of the box scores, it, it was close for most of the Crane game until that five minutes left when they pulled away from TCU. St. Thomas, Thomas, rather. But TCU, they just survived. I mean, barely. Barely. I mean, barely. I mean, Arkansas Pine Bluff had a good buzzer beater that just clanked off the side of the rim. Yeah, it took a late, you know, it was under one minute for Miles to hit that three to win it for him. It was just such a sloppy performance by TCU. You know, they had so many turnovers. Eddie Lampkin really was a no-show also in that game. He only had two points and two rebounds, which is like – couldn't even believe that because he's basically a non-factor in that game. And they, as a team, they only shot 19% from three. So really just a sloppy performance from TCU for a team that I really expected to, you know, blow this team out the water. So a lot for them to improve going forward. But, you know, they did get the win at the end of the day. So, I mean, I know it's only one game and you're high on them, but I don't think they deserve that ranking. I mean, they're just not – they're going to be a underdevel- underwhelming team this season when they get into big, uh, big 12 play. I think they're going to be in the middle of the pack. I think a lot of off-season hype. I know it's only one game, but a lot of off-season hype, and they're not the team that I think a lot of people think that they are. And I know you do, but <clears throat> in a few weeks, they're not going to be ranked. I think they're not going to be ranked. Yeah, I can't jump ship after one game. I'm still a believer in them. And, you know, we'll see what happens. They've got to bounce back. I, don't know, I think they're like a 9-10 seed, though, come March. So I, I think they're more of like a 4-5, or five, but, you know, we'll see. Long season. I mean, a 9-10, that's, I mean, they were a 9-10 yeah. yeah. I think they can be the, the They can improve the same, a little bit, I, definitely. But I, but I don't think they were, I don't I know it's only one game, but I don't, I don't it's Big the, 12 same. Is, the Big 12 is better, though. Not, it Texas is, better. is much better. They're not going to be Texas again, I don't think. Texas Tech, Kansas, Baylor, I mean, are they better than those four teams? No, but they could, they could steal a home game there. They could steal a game in a tournament. I'm not, I'm not very high on TCU either. I think I had them ranked 18th or 19th in my preseason poll, and this certainly didn't really help their case, but... Uh, they were a nine seed last year, and yeah. with basically everybody returning, they they should probably move up in theory, like to a six or a seven at the least. But that game on Monday night was—I mean—it was a story of what we were saying heading into the year, where like you just don't know who's going to be able to shoot a three for these guys. They're four for twenty-one from three, nineteen percent. Uh, that is, and I mean they were really saved by the fact that they got to the line a lot. They got to the line thirty-eight times. They shot a respectable twenty-seven of thirty-eight from the line, but. If you're going to go up against a lot of these better schools, schools that are a lot more disciplined than Arkansas Pine yeah. Bluff, you're, you're not going to lose. Get, you're not going to be able to get bailed out by going to the line. 30, 35% from three to have a chance in a lot of these games. 19%, they're going to get blown out. So, Yeah, and I think another big aspect of this game was, I mean, Arkansas Pine Bluff low-key got you know, almost screwed by the refs. End of the game, I think it was about a little bit over a minute left. A player went up for a lob and was undercut by a TCU player. No foul call at all. 
you know, TCU brings the ball down the court and Miles gets that wide open three because the player is on the ground. So TCU had a lot go in their favor to win that game. And, you know, sometimes luck helps, I guess. I mean, the football team is doing really good. I think hope they make the playoffs. So they got I mean, that going for them. But basketball. They I mean, they're, they're ranked fourth in the college yeah. football playoff right now. They so. got a lot of help last week with all of Bama and uh, Clemson losing. Clemson, terrible. But oh, Clemson. Different, too, the, different, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a different story. We don't have the, whatever, the two-point conversion Go, go blue, though. Go blue. Go blue. They're playing Ohio State soon. Oh, right. right. I forgot. I keep A couple weeks. Thanksgiving, but. Once that, I mean, but, but once college football is over is when college basketball really picks up for the casual fans where people really yeah. get going. And that's partially, like, why none of these big games are going on yet. Like, I know that, you know, it's cool to see these games where TCU barely survives, where Creighton barely survives for 35 minutes, where these teams all lose by games. But, yeah, you, you really want to see some of these premier games. You want to see, like, a Kansas versus Kentucky. You want to see, like, Duke versus Michigan State. You want to see those games, and we're not going to see most of those games until at least next week, like when they have the Champions Classic. We'll see. Uh, actually, tomorrow on Friday, there are a couple of decent yeah, games I, that we'll I talk like about. Yeah, I like Tonight's is terrible, but... Yeah, tonight's isn't tomorrow, really Tomorrow, I think, has uh, a couple of few games. Yeah, but on Tuesday, um, there really... There, weren't necessarily supposed to be any games to begin with because it was election day. The NCAA's kind of discouraged teams from playing on election day. And early on in the season, like again, teams don't want their first and second games to be against like Blue Bloods. Like If you're a power conference school, you don't want to be playing any top 25 teams your first games of the year. The only team that, I, th- I think the only team that has two road games to start the year against conference uh, power conference schools is Memphis. They had an impressive performance against Vanderbilt on the road on Monday. Yeah, they looked, they looked really good. And you know, Last year, Memphis got off to a really slow start, so I think going into this year was really important for them to start off fast. And even last year, early on, people were questioning Penny Hardaway, and I think this season they're going to run the table early on and people will not be questioning them this year at all. Yeah, I mean, they really kind of had control of that entire game. It wasn't too close in the second half. I do like Memphis. I think they're, they're our team that's supposed to be a much better thing than last year. They were, I think we're an eight seed or a nine seed. Um, I think they're one of the favorites in the American and that was a nice start. And I, I like that, you know, they actually scheduled. I mean, Vanderbilt's not great, but it's an SEC school. It's not one of these cupcakes that everybody does. I mean, they, what, there was no top 25 matchups in the yeah. first couple first couple days. I mean, the first I know one's going to come, I think, on Tuesday, the first one between two tw- top 25 teams. Yeah, that's a, that's a little, that's not the best, I think, for the sport. But tomorrow, at least, Michigan State's not ranked. But, I mean, good game against Gonzaga. Yeah, so. yeah on an aircraft carrier. That should yeah. be fun. I think the biggest thing, or at least one of them, that Memphis has going for them is that they're so old. Um, they're one of the oldest teams in college basketball, and at the top of that list is DeAndre Williams, who, he's 26. How are you 26 years old and playing? Older than Bryce Aiken. And he still played 33 minutes, which is crazy for which his age. It's absolutely For crazy. his age? It's, it's, like, not, it's not a senior citizen. Well, college basketball, well, he almost is. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you're 26 in the NBA, you can play. But you, yeah. like you gotta look. He's probably older than. I hope he's. I hope he's playing a lot of minutes. He's twenty six. Imagine he's running the bench and he's twenty six <laughs> years old. He's probably older than the starting lineups of half like the NBA teams. Twenty six <laughs> yeah, years no, old. That's crazy. Probably, probably the guys oldest player on the Cavs. <laughs> but I found a, a cool stat by uh, John Rothstein tweeted out on Monday night with DeAndre Williams in the lineup, which he was on Monday night. Memphis is thirty six and twelve when he's not in the lineup since he joined uh, Memphis a few years ago. They're seven and seven. So. He's a big X factor for them, and I mean, being the oldest player in, I think, the sport, you've, I mean, you obviously should be the X factor. Yeah, yeah, he had a good game. What he had, seventeen, uh, five and three. I mean, he's a guy that that they're gonna lean on, 
and you know before the first game and I'm excited to see Memphis the rest of the season. They're, they're a fun team. Penny Hardaway's a fun coach, and it was a nice nice start to the season for them. And they're very they're, they're deep too. I think they have a nice very three to four good bench guys that can come in and give them solid minutes, give them some points. So I look looking for them to make a noise and. You know, it's early again, one game, but I mean, they're a team that I could see in the second weekend for sure. Yeah, they had nine guys play 14 plus minutes. Teams like that are always built to make deep runs in March because depth, honestly, is like one of the most important things. And I mean, last year they had a lot of struggles, especially early on with getting chemistry. But Penny Hardaway was finally able to like help his team get yeah, the chemistry so together. Bates got last out. Year. Bates got out of there. Bates got out of there. Changed everything. And I think if if Hardaway is able to learn from that experience and be able to help his team built chemistry early on instead of halfway through the season. I mean, they're going to be a very good team. And they bring back Kendrick Davis, who was really good last year. Obviously, Williams. Alexander Lomax was good for them last year. They've got a solid squad. They could realistically, I mean, they should be ranked in the top 25 at some point this year probably. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had a seed that was like a 6 or 7. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a seed better than last year. Speaking of Eastern Michigan and Bates, though, they played up against uh, Michigan tomorrow night. So, first action, I mean, Against a good, high-quality opponent. Did we see? Did he? Did they play uh, already? Eastern Michigan, or is this their first game of the year? No, they played. I, f- I don't know if they played. They did have an opening night game. All right. Uh, let's see. I've got it pulled up. They played against Wayne State, which is not a Division One school, but he did not play that game. Was he suspended? Uh, maybe, is he suspended because the Chargers? I, but I saw him. In, uh, maybe he was playing preseason. I saw him in a clip a couple weeks, days ago. Yeah. So he wasn't. He wasn't suspended, but the coach. Suspended him for the opener, but he'll play against Michigan. Okay, so yeah, first first action, a new team. That should be a fun game. Yeah, I mean, there's no need to play him during a game against a non-division one opponent. Yeah. If you're going to use that, I guess as a yeah, I guess a little yeah, that makes sense. It's basically what we were dang, talking about last yeah, year. Yeah, Bill Self, dang shucks. Yeah, they took care of uh, Omaha. I think no problem. Yeah, exactly, and they should take care of. I think they're playing North Dakota tonight. One of the Dakota. Yeah. <coughs> one of the Dakota schools. Sorry. Yeah, North Dakota State. North Dakota State. There, it, it's all the same thing. Yeah, it's Dakota. It's, I mean, it's, it's North Dakota. I don't know how many how many colleges are there in North and South Dakota. Can't imagine too many. Probably not. I mean, I'm sure Four. that'll be an interesting thing to to look up one day. Yeah. But I guess we're not going to look that up today. Well, North Dakota is playing Creighton tonight, and North Dakota State's playing okay, Kansas. So that's what so. I was thinking about North Dakota because I was looking at some of the games. I knew North Dakota was playing. Um, but speaking of Creighton, how about we talk about them for a little bit? Uh, I mean, I don't want to say through one game. That I was right yet, but I mean, they didn't look good for the first 32, 33 minutes against St. Thomas until they ran away with it with a uh, 12 point victory. Yeah, they looked awful. I mean, almost everything that you touched upon last podcast, you're almost, I mean, it is a little bit too early to say you were right, but I see your points. Uh, Kyle Brenner and Nebhard were very underwhelming. They only had 17 points, which being the two stars, you got to put up more points than that. Um, also, we mentioned last episode that death would be a problem for them. They had all five starters play 27-plus minutes, and four of those five players played 30-plus minutes. So they're really not a deep team, and it showed against you know showed against St. Thomas. I mean, yeah, I do think depth is going to be a problem, but in terms of Crack Benner and, and Nimhurt, I don't, I'm not, I'm not jumping ship at all. It's he hadn't played, they haven't played together. He's got hurt. Uh, get that chemistry back. It wasn't a good game. They still won by 12. Uh, I, I think they're going to look much better in a week or two for sure. Yeah, they definitely. And Nicosia was not right. Uh, Nicosia's. <laughs> not right. Look, because how, wh- how how would you be right though? What what would have to happen for you to be right? For me to be right, I mean, if they look, I still have them ranked in the top twenty-five. Which I, I I will say right now, like, actually, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say, say it. Oh, okay, fine. I will say like, 
I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they fall out of the top twenty-five. Oh like, yeah, I think they should. Okay. Like, they probably the will at some point. That can happen to any team. It'll. I mean, I. But what about seeding then? If they're if they're less than a five seed, would you say? I think they're the very. I think they're going to be two or three at the very worst. They're a five seed. Well, putting them at twenty-three in my preseason poll implies I think they're around a six seed. So sure, okay. if they're lower than a five seed, I'll take a victory okay. dance. Okay. If they end the season outside of the top twenty-five, I'll take a victory dance because I barely put them in here. Like for a minute, a couple. The a- why? If they if they finish outside the top twenty-five, but they're a five seed, and you're gonna take a victory because the because Raiders. Well, I, I guess that? the AP poll doesn't matter as much. But I mean, if it's if it's a five, I, I probably won't tout it as a victory. But I mean, it'd be damn close to it if I had them ranked right outside there. That's fair. And I think they're fine. I, I, though. I like, think they're fine. They'll be fine. It's one game. They'll be fine. TCU uh, no, not sure. fine in the long run, but Creighton I think will be. For sure, Creighton will be fine. Like, like I was going to say, I, I dabbled for a minute about not putting them in the top 25 when I originally did it, but that would have been a little bit too crazy, maybe. But they just haven't. I mean, again, it's it's one game, yeah, but they I mean, didn't. They, play, they played they, tonight. They played we'll see tonight. I mean, okay. I'm not sure about by the time we record next Thursday. Then they have won this game and probably another probably one. Another game, yeah. Yeah, but I think record, I've, maybe I've, we'll I've record before. Like maybe we'll record Monday or Tuesday again. Also, we'll see. Okay, yeah, but I need a bigger sample size. Again, a lot of these teams are all one game, and maybe TCU is fine. I think next week, two weeks, you get four to five games under your belt. A lot of those questions start to go away a lot more. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of teams also. Like, they, they take a few weeks to get going, a few months even. Like, Memphis took a few months mm. to get going. Obviously, UNC took a few months to get going. I'm not going to sound the alarm and say Creighton should, like, you know, Creighton's going to finish at the bottom of the Big East because I, I, mean, I don't think that's going to happen or anything. DePaul's going to take care of them. DePaul probably will or Georgetown. <laughs> Georgetown. Georgetown. First win in, what, game. 21 games? And, and they, they, they took overtime to go to Coppin State. Wins a win. Wins a win. I mean, I don't think UNC survives cover? I wonder what the – I don't know what the spread was at. I think they won by like 12, 13, though. Yeah. They did. Do you guys think Ewing survives the year there? or survives? I think he, if they fire him, they won't fire him in season. Yeah, yeah they won't fire not. him in season. Yeah, I mean, but they should they're, fire him. I think, I think he will be done after the season. I agree. How many chances do you have? I get that you're you know, they won- one of the best players to play there. but It was that, coaching. and it was also the fact they won a Big East tournament two years ago. Those were the only yeah, two I reasons that he would have been gone. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So we're touching upon teams that me and Nicosia were high on, or not high on. Well, you were low on Creighton, but just teams we talked about a lot. I think we got to talk about one of your teams, Calgary. What do you think about Temple losing to Wagner? <sighs> tough start, tough start. Like we said, November madness. Don't jump ship. But that that was not good. It's very concerning because outside of Dunn, the Temple starters only combined for 15 total points between the four of them. They tried 11 for 29. And uh, it was not pretty at all. They blew a 15-point lead in the second half and only scored four points in overtime. Um, a lot of concerns there for the first game. They play tomorrow against Villanova. I guess that would be we're really seeing. Um, I, I think, think the, I, I think I think it's a close game. I think it's at Temple. It's it is. inner. It's inner. It's interstate. And they always have this rivalry. They all, all the Philly schools have these big rivalries. And but a Temple goes and gets blown out, then I, I I can say I think I was wrong right away. Maybe I hope Temple would be like. I mean, come on. I mean, Wagner was in the championship last year for the yeah. conference. I mean, they're not terrible, but still, if they can respond and have even if they lose a close game and show some fight, I think they can sleep with that sleeper team. But if they go and get blown out and they just can't score, I might I might gotta call it early. It's not like Wagner is a horrible team either. I mean, it's Donald Copeland's first you know season yeah. as a head coach. And it was a Seton Hall assistant. Congrats I mean. to him on his first win. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, they, that's a good win for Wagner. I think that's something to build on for them. They play four guards and a forward, really. It's an interesting team they got. I think they can make some noise. We'll see what happens with them, though. Yeah, I mean, 
what kind of would have sucked, at least like from a bed perspective, what you said they were up by 15 in the second half. Uh, Temple. Temple, yeah. Yeah, apparently, I'm looking at the line. It was 16. So you're sitting there, you're watching the game, yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, they're about to cover. Cool, cool. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, and you see, them blow th- you see them blow this 15 point lead and then ultimately lose the game. Still, though, I mean, I guess I'd rather have that happen than them win by like 15. I guess. And have like a, have like a, a light garbage at the time end buzzer beater. Yeah, throw my phone across the room and break my window. Yeah, that's also true. That but would never happen. I mean, I don't know. I think that. <coughs> oh, oh. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm joking. I've. I've <laughs> Heenan just gave mouth to mouth and saved them. We're all good. <laughs> We're all good in the studio. My my asthma's been acting up for like the past <laughs> week. It's been bad, but you know, I mean, that's why like my voice is a little bit like dry out. I think. Yeah. So if, if, I'm sorry if that's how it comes off over the air, but yeah, that's how. Deal it with is. it. Deal You'll deal with it. it. Yeah, sorry, but why was I gonna say? Yeah, I think that one of the teams that could be on upset tomorrow is Villanova because. They still, I mean, they've got a young team. Yeah. They've got new coach. A new coach. They, they didn't look, they didn't look great of, against LaSalle. Like the only one no, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't look great. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think. And Temple's we'll talk, a better team than LaSalle. Temple's yeah. going to be home. We'll talk about, I want to talk about some of the games tomorrow later, but. Yeah, we'll talk later. We made a couple of tiers. I think it's a second tier game. I think it should be a good game. Yeah. And ho- hopefully close. I want some, you know, it's not some good games in college basketball. There have been a lot of blowouts and a lot of not entertaining games to watch. Yeah. I think uh, one of the crazy storylines coming out of this opening week is. How bad is Louisville? Louisville oh my is God. They're terrible, awful. bro. Like, I mean, we so knew that, bad. but yeah. It's we like, knew that, but I mean. So, I mean. Like, well, we thought we could have thought that, hey, like, they lost that one game to Lenore Ryan or whatever it's called in the exhibition, but it's an exhibition. Like, teams lose. 47 points. I know, it's bad, but I, mean, I think. I think expedition. I think the year, I could be wrong, but I, I saw this on Twitter. I think the year that um, Auburn went to the Final Four, they also lost, like, a Division II team. In an exhibition game, yeah, so this Louisville team is. But this Louisville team is so different. Ah, so I want to. You might have pull up the schedule, but I, what, what should the over under be for total wins of the season? Let's let's pull up this. I was looking a little bit earlier on the. With, on with the, that look, and I'm gonna, I'll put it at six and a half. I think it's that, I don't total know. Total wins for them. How many wins are they gonna are they gonna get in the? Uh, so Ken Palm has seven wins for them in the okay. conference play. In conference okay, play, conference play well, and okay. eleven right. overall. Okay, I think nine and a half is more of a fair right. line. So yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll so, say I'll say the under though. It's nine and a half. I can see the I, if it's nine and a half, I'm I'm taking the under the right now. Playing, I think the under is a lock, but a lot can change. Well, I mean, so yeah, they'll, go, they'll win a few games because it's college basketball and anything can happen. But they're they not good. I'll go through the non-conference here, and then we can just talk about what we think they could do in the in the conference. Wright State they play uh, Saturday. Wright State actually looked uh, really good in their opener. They lo- they played on Wednesday. They lost in double I think they'll, yeah. Look, look, we're looking they, at it They too. have a tough non-conference. They got Arkansas. Wesley, Kentucky will take, will, I think we'll beat them. Yeah, they Arkan- should. At Arkansas too. That's going to be. I could see App State. That could, I don't no, know. Arkansas is a neutral site. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, that's still, I mean, Arkansas should beat them by 30. Yeah, I mean, I would think so also. In in Hawaii. Hmm. The, is it the Maui? Oh, it might be. I think it is. Yeah. yeah, 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 it might be. So that's part, yeah, so that could probably change. But they, they got Maryland too. They got Miami, Florida State. Even though Florida State just lost their opening night game. Wait, too, I found a win. Well, that's, gonna, that's, a, that's a conference play. I think I found a win. Florida A&M, December 17th. Little, uh, little yeah, like the worst team in college basketball. I think I think they'll beat them. That's one win for them. <laughs> I mean, it could be them. Kentucky be, on uh, like Lipscomb. New Year's Eve. Yeah, they're not, they're not winning that. <laughs> and then, yeah, conference play. I don't know. I'm taking the under a nine and a half. I say they get like four wins in conference play. I could see them like maybe sweeping Georgia Tech. I could see them steal game from Syracuse, a game against like Pitt or BC. No, I think Syracuse, Syracuse is. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Boston, maybe Boston retire. College or something. Yeah, they could steal a game against BC. 
They could steal a couple games in conference play. But I think they'd be Clemson. I mean, Clemson's not. They could probably get like four wins in conference play, I would say. So what, do you, what would you put the over-under at? I'd say four and a half in conference play. I would say six and a half overall. Uh, seven, seven and a half overall. So you're taking the over-under then? Jesus. <coughs> Call 911, man. Cough drop. <laughs> Dude, no, I took I have an I have an inhaler. I took it like six times today. Damn. I'm sorry. And cause it's the flu game. I don't even have the flu. Dude. Well it's the I'll like get it. I, I I can get into my flu vaccine rant. It's not it's okay. not like that, but I could it it, it took no me. No politics it, on the on the podcast. It's not, yeah. it's, no, no, no. It's not an anti vax <laughs> thing. I'm kidding. But um Yeah, Calgary's putting a mask on right now. You got a little bit worried. Right now, mask twenty twenty back again. <laughs> I'd say I'd say under seven and a half. Alright, yeah. Then, so Conclusion: They suck, they and, suck. They're, and they're going to suck all season. And another but, team that I think might suck the rest of the way. Well, let, let me let me you let me get on my, uh, my vaccine wanna, thing. Oh, oh, it's no, just no 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 no. no, 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 no. Dude, I'm not. I'm not. It was Everybody just. Everybody skip the say, next five minutes. And I'm just <laughs> gonna say, here dude, we go. it was a pain in the ass to try and get my flu shot. Like one of the days, the insurance didn't go through, even though everything was put incorrectly. Then I was on hold for like an hour and a half, confirming the insurance. Everything ended up being all right. And then today, I try and get it, and then I hear that they're short-handed today. They're short-staffed, and I can't get my vaccine. Where'd you go for Let's it? Protest. So Let's protest. Let's protest outside. To the, I went to the Walgreens uh, on Irvington Ave across from campus. Okay. Uh, where? On Tuesday. The one uh, in, on Irvington Ave across from like where Ivy Hill Park is. Oh, That's wait. The, well, it's not like well, because I know the one. I know the one right like next past to Greco's. Take a left and go. Yeah, yeah right around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I know the. I, I know the one. I know the one that I went to today, right next to my apartment. I know that that one is short staffed. So I was like, I'm gonna try and go to the other one after class on Monday. So I tried to go there, and this lady was just not helpful with the insurance why at all or anything. Why don't you just go when the school does the free clinic? I feel like that's so easy. Because when I went on Monday, um, I have like three three classes back to back in the morning, and that was the time that the clinic was going on. Okay. I mean, you go in between classes. Justice for Nicosia. No, but I only have 15 Justice minutes between classes. I can't, I can't walk there, get my thing done, and then get to Don't class after. Don't get the after. flu, though, bro. Dude, I got it. I can knock me out of fight. Yeah, he might have it. Uh-oh. Dude, I got How it. How many hours you got left? How many hours? Over under 48. Till I what, die? <laughs> you drop, till you drop. Till this the is a two-man show. The flu takes over, yeah. this is a two-man show. The two... What would you what would you call the it if layup, it's two men? The, two, the layup, yeah, the, the layup podcast, the layup podcast or something. We'll have to adjust. A Rest bit. in peace, Justin Nicosia layup podcast. Well, when we were when we were originally talking about names for, I suggested the dunk, and you were like, "No, that's lame because that's." Well, it where sounds like the piece. It sounds like well, not anymore. They changed that, but what's the it, dunk? What is it now? I don't. Some. I'm a URI fan, man. I don't. Oh yeah, I know how, did, how did URI do? Did I know it's some. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about URI a little bit? I said deep, 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 deep sleeper. I think they're I, I was bad. Better. I mean, Queen's I think is also not. Terrible, but it was like nine and a half. I think the spread, but URI can't score. West didn't they have do no anything. scores. I think, but played like six minutes. Yeah, he came off the bench, did nothing. He's kind of. A, I mean, like, like a I said, I don't think URI is going to be good this year. But what I said was, in March, I wouldn't be surprised if they got hot and the the started conference. working, and and they can carry some momentum into next season. But then they're a real sleeper, <laughs> and then they graduate <laughs> to a so solid contender. It was bad. Yeah, they, they didn't look good. Yeah. I did get inside information about that before the other podcast from a, from my friend who goes to URI. Well, your friend lied to you clearly. No, he said they, they said they looked terrible in practice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But well, I, I, I just still picked them. I read my Archie, <laughs> my Archie love, and yeah, they look bad. Yeah. What do you guys think about? But PC did too. PC did too. So all the PC fans were chirping. They barely they beat Ryder by one point the following night. So yeah, I mean they they look terrible also. But you're you're about to ask about USC. Yeah, what do you guys think about USC? They lost. I'm on the coast here. The coast here's they're undefeated. They suck. At least they're not going to be undefeated this season. No, they're not going to be the last undefeated team this year. No, last year I was a USC hater because all the games that they played. Meanwhile, they had like a terrible non-conference. They had like. (laughs) 
five games against quad three or quad four opponents that either went into overtime or they won by like four points. I'm like, this is not a good team. If you can barely beat these teams at home that shouldn't even be in Division One, like why am I ranking you top ten? Yeah, Florida Gulf. That Coast was my thing yeah. last year. Well, Florida Gulf Coast is not like a slouch for a mid major. They're no, no, Dunk City yeah, and Dunk USC. City. USC is not, was nobody ever thought USC was going to be nearly no. as good as they were this like last year. Yeah. I mean, Drew Peterson, Boogie Ellis are good, but outside of that, like people thought they were going to be like around a bubble team, like 10, 11 seed or a bubble. Yeah, this is a horrible start. Yeah. They got, I mean, I mean they, they got was, just outclassed. It was they, just the second half. I mean, yeah. they, they had a one-point lead at halftime, but the second half, Gulf Coast just scored 45 points. That's no defense. Yeah, Pac-12 defense. Shot 15% from three and got out-rebounded by 11. That's, I mean, yeah. can't, I mean USC yeah, cannot be doing that to a team like I mean, as I said, Florida Gulf Coast isn't horrible for mid-major, but losing the rebound At home, battle, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, that's not good That's not, in the open season, that was not a good performance. Yeah. Yeah, and like USC, especially under Andy Enfield, they've been like a premier defensive like school. Like you would think that, while like giving up seventy four points isn't terrible, like they would they should be able to close out these games and let their defense like when their when their offense goes cold, the defense should be able to take over the game and be able to like let them hold these leads, especially against a team like Florida Gulf Coast. Like like you said, they're not the worst mid major team in the world, but at the same time, they're also just a mid mid major team. Like yeah. you should. If you're USC or if you're any decent power conference program, you should usually win that game yeah, at home. Florida Gulf Coast literally lost their next game. So, I mean, clearly they're not a team that USC should be losing to. But it happens, I guess, it's early. Yeah, but that game that game against San Diego last night for Florida Gulf Coast, it was close throughout. It was only a six-point game. Uh, and I think it was, like, within one possession, like, almost the entire game. Just a little update. Kent State is beating Baldwin-Wallace 16-15. to So the live update recording. I'm sure everyone's very interested. Everyone's in interested about college Kent State matching against the fucking people know. Division Three or whatever school it is. Dude, I was looking it's at... a good game. I was looking at some of the games today. There's this... Awful. They're, they're awful, but there's this one game. So, you know, obviously, you know, Troy University, right? Mm. They're playing against... I want to I pull it up just to make Where sure is that... Troy? Is that like Louisiana? I think so. Troy is in no Alabama. Close. Okay. Close. They're playing against a school that is called the Mississippi University for Women. What? And but it's men's team, though, right? It's so it's a co-ed school, but it's like twenty percent men. Uh, uh, yeah, twenty percent men. What's so the line on that? I'm, I kind of want to. It's not a Division One school, so there's there's not going to be a line. But I I, I saw that. I was like, it was like three <laughs> thirty a.m. I came back from my overnight shift at the radio station. And I'm scrolling through like the games that that were going on t- like tomorrow or today now, and I see whatever the abbreviation is. I scroll down to see what the abbreviation stands for. I see for women. I'm like, how is? I'm on the men's basketball page. Why? Why am I playing against a school called the Mississippi University for women? And then obviously I looked it up, and I saw that in like the '90s or something, the '80s, '90s they won co-ed. Yeah, I mean a lot of these schools, yeah, that played. I've not even heard of them before. It's just. It's funny. Yeah, the college that, basketball is funny. That's the first two weeks of college basketball, though. It sucks. But I will but say, that's just how it is. Like, college basketball is by far the closest where, like, a D2 school a D can actually, like, somewhat compete yeah. with a D1 school on a, on a given day. If that was, like, football or baseball, how much the score that would be, like, so astronomical, it wouldn't even yeah, be baseball funny. Baseball can compete a little bit. I, I mean, mean, they can, but, like, even college, in baseball, a lot of the time, like, you see, like, even Seton Hall last year, they played against UNC uh, to begin the year, and... I think UNC was like ranked top fifteen or something, and in that three game series, they they lost like by a combined score of like fifty seven to like three or something. Well, and Seton Hall's a Big East school, like a Division one school. So just yeah, well, there's blowouts in every sport though, in every conference, and but I'm just saying like 
imagine it was well, no, football. Well, no, I'm agreeing with you, though. Like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, baseball, in baseball, like, if you're a Division One school, you should beat these Division Two schools if even the difference between uh, two high major programs in, in baseball have these blowouts. For a quick minute, just wanted to mention a couple of the other bye games that there were. Uh, Oklahoma lost to Sam Houston State. I think that was the game with, the, with Sam Houston State had the buzzer beater, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. They had a sick buzzer beat. <coughs> oh, whoa. Jeez, I'm oh. sorry. 47 hours, <laughs> 47 hours now. <laughs> 47 hours. Keep a, keep a clock going. <laughs> just make sure you get the pot out before. I will. I will. Trust <laughs> me. I'll try and get that out tonight. <laughs> Memorial episode for <laughs> In the beginning, instead of the, instead of the intro music, it'll be like, this episode is dedicated Dang. to Justin Nicosia. The, the funeral music is with the walk, like, carrying your coffin out. Yeah. I want my funeral music to be the March Madness theme. <laughs> you don't want the trumpets? You don't want trumpets or your funeral? Oh. No, dude. Oh. That one already last, one last disappointment. On game three of the wild card, man. Too soon. Go Mets. Too soon, too soon. Go Mets. I mean, 101 back, wins. Back Can't even years. get out of the wild card. Okay, you didn't even make the playoffs. Red Sox. How many World Series on the last I decade? Don't, don't care. Exactly. Right, we, sure. can't, we can't we go sure. down okay. this road. Okay. We'll be talking about Yeah, this we're going to talk about minutes. this for too long if we do. But Florida State was another team that lost yeah. a bye game to Jacob DeGrom's college. Stetson. Stetson, Stetson yeah. Which is a lot of bye games lost already. Cal lost. DeGrom's leaving, though, too. Okay. Yeah. okay uh, well, sorry, you talk about Stetson. You brought him up. But I, yeah, I guess that's Florida fair. State has not looked good the last couple of years, yeah. and that was not a good way to start the season no, at all. Horrible start. And Cal lost to who? UC Davis. I think. UC Davis is, is not as bad as Stetson, but yeah, no, Cal Davis makes a tournament every once in a while. Cal sucks ever since Jalen Brown left him. Cal is probably the worst team in uh, power conferences, other than maybe Georgetown. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Well, okay. I think they'll play Kansas State tough tomorrow. I mean, I don't know. That's later, though, but I Keontae got my, Johnson, they're my second tier. Back. He had 13 points in his... Uh, yeah. yeah, he's on Kansas State now? Yeah, right? he's on Kansas yeah. State now. Good for him, man. Does he start for them, or does he come off the bench? I think he's supposed to start. Okay. I don't know. Good I'm for not, him, man. That's a crazy story. I know. What is it, five games or ten games when he doesn't get it? Ten. I, ten, ten five, I but it's five million. That's what it is. I believe yeah. so. Where his insurance policy was, if you didn't know, where if he plays in ten games, he waives a $5 million insurance policy for... Like the injury, because it was like a health uh, insurance mm. policy, I believe. Because obviously, it, he was going to be the SEC preseason player of the year that year. Yeah. Maybe he could have made the NBA. That's the whole idea behind it. Mm. But we had a segment that uh, that Jack that you suggested earlier before our show. So how about we get you started into it? Yeah. So we all, you know, looked at the scores, watched a lot of basketball this weekend. I narrowed it down. I think we all did. We all narrowed it down to three teams that stood out for mm. us that impressed us a lot. And uh, I'll start by talking about my first team that really impressed. Kentucky, very much improved shooting. Last year, that's really what did them in against St. Peter's in the first round. They cannot shoot a lick, and that's really why they lost the game. With this team's improved shooting, I mean, there's no reason why they can't be a typical Kentucky team and make a deep run to the Final Four. And Kentucky, they were playing that first game without Severe Wheeler and without uh, Oscar Shibway. Yeah. Obviously, Shibway was the, is the reigning national player of the year. Mm-hmm. Could very well be, if he plays 30 games this year, could very well win that again. And Severe Wheeler is one of the best guards in the country. Uh, we'll see how soon, how long it takes for both of them to come back. Calipari kind of isn't really telling a lot yeah. about like their injury status, but yeah. hopefully they maybe they'll be back for the Champions Classic on Tuesday. Hopefully they're back, yeah, so Kentucky's so, yeah. playing at full strength for that. Yeah, hopefully we'll see though. Um, you want to touch? Well, on I team? I only have one. Well, I've I have one of yours and one of my own. Okay. Do you, you want to talk about Brian? Cause yeah, we talk about Brian. <laughs> I think Brian. I know they play like a D two school and they won by like a hundred points, but they look they look really good and they just have like legit talent. High power offense. Like they have legit great. talent. They just push the ball. They play defense. 
I think Brian's going to make the tournament again. And like one, they're going to be better than a 16 seed. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Like, I think 14, and like a legit chance to like upset a three seed. Yeah, like I think they, it's safe to say they're they have bigs, they have yeah. guard play. I mean, it's the, it's the Doug Edder effect, bro. It is. Earl, yeah. Earl, Earl Timberlake too. Who was yeah, the, one of the best? Was he a five star recruit out of high school? I remember him be, being really high recruited. At least a four star. I know that for a fact. But um, yeah, it, I think it's safe to say they could be one of the best mid major teams in the country. So yeah, I'm excited to see them against better competition. But Bryant, Bryant low key could be the best team in Rhode Island. I mean, they could it low could key be. be better than Providence it and, be, and yeah. Rhode Island. They definitely look at the first game. But yeah, Bull, go Bulldogs. Yep. My boy plays across there. So we shout out Ryan Dobbs. Sorry, I mean, shout him out. You, no, shout, yeah, you shout, shout out. You talked about your yeah. No, no, you can shout him out. <laughs> you can shout him out. Anything else? I did. I just, anything I just, else you want to say about him? Because I, I know it's I want a great lacrosse player. Okay. Okay. Good for him. Thank you. I, I wish him nothing but the best. Not in fantasy though. Why not in fantasy? He's oh, in my league. Yeah. Against, okay. No, not. Just... No, no. I know what you're saying now. I, 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 play, I, I think I'm playing like week thirteen or something. Oh, okay. How's your team looking at in that league? Uh, five and four. But we want to get off. I mean, we could talk about fantasy football for a long time. Five okay, and fine. Four. Let's five, not get five and four is a tough week, but we're gonna bounce back. Um, what's his face? DJ Moore. We need a big game. Guy's so fucking inconsistent. He but sucks. Yeah. He, he I'm debating. Him. I'm debating starting him in one league or not. I've got start like seven him. receivers Ooh, in that league him. though. Uh, well, we have seven of them, but I like, I'm feeling a big game. I have like Diggs, Pittman, Hopkins, Gabe Davis, all in that yeah. league. So I've got to make a few decisions. But well, I won it last year and just. Yeah. So everybody remembers. If anybody listens out there, they remember that I won it. Last I year. won my league from home. No last one cares. Year. But let's oh. move on. I will talk also. One team that I like. <laughs> the one team that I. I mean, I get a lot you of. Ju- you just said a team. Well, we, that was both of them. Okay, you got it. So you, okay. you got it. Yeah, you got it. You coach so got it. I was. I was Big originally going to say uh, Memphis, but we talked about them a bit earlier. So I guess I'll, I'll replace them. I've got two teams. Uh, I'll replace Memphis with uh, St. Louis because they beat. They destroyed. That's mine. What are you? That's <laughs> okay, the fine, fine. No, that you, was the one no, no, no. Team I had. Fine. You talk about you talk about St. Louis. You talk about St. Louis. Well, I, I was, that was just the one team I had. They they beat up on Murray State. I think they they had three guys in double digits. Um, uh, what do you call it? Collins, who did, scored was one that wasn't only scored eight, but had fourteen assists. They dominated the glass. He led the country last pick year. It assists, tr- yeah? Pick it out. Yeah, yeah. Pick it had a triple double. Um, triple double. Yeah, thirteen. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. I read that wrong. He had a double double though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they beat him by like what twenty three. Uh, Murray State's usually a solid team, and they just blew him out. So I look for them to uh, compete with Dayton at one and two in the A ten conference. Yeah, I mean I agree. Like I mean Collins led the league in assists last he's year. The, and I think mean, yeah, he's, 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 he's the for best passer year. in college yeah, basketball. Fourteen assists is crazy. Yeah, he probably That's is. Awesome. And so I mean, he's one of the best guys to lead you be the floor general on that team. So is he a prospect you, he, for the NBA or not really? I mean, if you're if you could have that many assists, I would think he is, but I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of noise about him. I yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it depends. I mean, the A10 yeah. level doesn't have yeah. an insane amount of NBA prospects, and he's a junior, so he's junior, yeah. got okay. his age working a little bit against him. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he was able to get like some, like maybe a second round pick, or maybe go as like an undrafted two way player. Okay. Yeah, D- he's a decent shooter too. Forty five percent from the field, thirty six percent from three. 81 and a half on the free throw line, so Solid. I think he needs to score. He can score like you know, 14, 15, 16 points, and also get seven eight assists. Can't imagine when to go second round or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially if he declares this year. At least like you're a junior, so you're older than a lot of like the top prospects. But at least you're not a grad student. At least you're not a senior, because those are the guys that really get destroyed. Nikos, you got any other teams you want to talk about? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk about. 
like they're not going to be nationally relevant or anything this year, but I got to give a little bit of a shout out to Oregon State because they won their first game of the calendar year, 2022. <laughs> Elite Eight team a couple of years ago. Elite Eight team a couple of years ago. Man, I can't believe they made that run. It's that college, was crazy. College run. basketball. Yep. It's just college basketball. But last year, I think they had three wins on the entire year. Yeah, they were. What a drop. That's like actually just an incredible drop up to think about it. Going from the Elite Eight, being the top eight team theoretically, yeah, to winning three total games the following year. As a fan, How's that even possible? As a fan, too, that must be miserable. I couldn't even imagine Seton Hall only oh. winning three games. I would be like, I just wouldn't Does Oregon up. State have basketball? I mean, I'm sure they do. They do, yeah. Oregon, Oregon State, State basketball do. fans. Yeah, I, I've never met an Oregon State basketball fan in my life. I hope that. Well, they're probably all in hiding after a three-win season. I'm sure they're not really <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about them that much. 3,300 of them came out to the game. All right, well, I've like, never met them. hope one of them listens to it one day. Well, how many how many Power Five or how many college basketball right. fans in general of, like, these mid-schools? If you're, like, have you met any Cal fans? Have you met any? Yeah, I've seen some people wearing Cal shirts before. That's probably more probably so for the football. Well, I don't. Okay, well, how about, uh... no, actually, you know what? I, I'm not going to. Think of any yeah. names off the top of my head, because then I'm just yeah. gonna yeah. That's fill smart. up too much dead space. Smart. Yeah, you think? Smart. Let's do you have one more team. Who me? Well, yeah, wait, I, I was gonna finish talking about that yeah, Oregon going. State. They they trailed by 19 at some point. I believe their halftime deficit was 16. They yeah. came roaring back for their first win of the calendar year, and a couple guys on the team looked really good. Jordan Pope led the team with 19 points. He had five rebounds and three assists. Uh, the defense was really good in the second half. Uh, Dimitri Rooney, I hope I'm getting his name correct, uh, from Belarus. He had a pair of assists, two blocks, and their center, Chol Marial. Again, I hope I'm getting his name right. He's from South Sudan. Sounds he good to me. Led the team with four blocks. So, I mean, they played really well on the defensive end. They shot 50% from the floor. They're 17 to 21 what from the free throw line. What are they playing? What was the score? They played Tulsa. They won oh, by, Tulsa? by three, Tulsa's 73 not horrible, to 70. Right? They're, yeah, they're not horrible. The, they're not. They're in the American, right? Yeah, they're. Yeah, yeah. they're not. They're, they're not. Teams. They're not one of the high school teams that have teams played. So. Yeah, they're in the American. Good for they're Oregon State. Finish, they're probably going to finish closer to the bottom of the American, but I mean, they're still a. Yeah. They're still a decent team. Well, Obviously, they were projected to be better than Oregon State this year. Well, good for Oregon State and all all twelve of their fans out there. Uh, you mean all three thousand three hundred and twenty? Same thing. Yeah, I guess. But wait, isn't that isn't that crazy? The the, the line was minus three, and they won by three. And because Vegas always knows, the total points in the game was 143. <laughs> the over/under was 142. <laughs> Vegas, man. Yeah. So I got I got one more team I want to touch upon, and this might sound uh, crazy, but what do you guys think about Jelly Walker being a sleeper candidate for National Player of the Year? Auburn. I mean, not Auburn. Jesus. Seen Hall legend. Has the same yeah. birthday as me. Yeah. I'm pretty. I, I'm I mean, pretty cool with the guy. He's definitely one of the top players in the league. I mean, the conf- in the country, but I just don't think he'll get the recognition playing at um, UAB that, you know, Power 5 a guy will. So maybe a deep sleeper, but I don't think the odds are too high. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, granted, against Alabama State, which, I mean, yeah. no one really knows them at all, but he put up 38 points, which is great. He's, he's legit. He's definitely he legit. He's a legit player. So I think UAB should be back in the tournament. Uh, he'll be on that national spotlight once again. And, if you know, if he averages like 30-plus points, I don't think there is – there's no excuse for him. I mean, he's being in the conversation for National Player of the Year. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see um, APL American, one of the teams. Yeah. Oh, certainly. And I think, but I think he might get a little bit more like national recognition than like you're saying because they received a vote. I know it's only one, but they received a vote in the AP poll. They yeah. were ranked 40 for whatever that's worth. They're ranked top 50 in Ken Palm. If they keep winning, then maybe they'll move up to the top 40, top 30. They'll make it into the top 25, and then 
some eyes will watch because it's it's a top 25 game. Obviously, everybody wants to watch top 25 games, so people are going to be able to see this Jelly Walker guy that could go out, score 35 points on any given night with you know like 10 of 18 from the field, 7 of 9 from 3 or something like that, then maybe he will get a lot of national recognition. Yeah, just talking a little bit more about Jelly Walker, I thought it was a little bit interesting that he even decided to come back for, yeah, his fifth year of college. But you know what? I think he's actually probably making more money with NIL in college that he probably yeah. would have made as a pro. Well, yeah, if I were in, what, overseas or in the – I mean, I'm not sure I'm not sure his draft stock, but – yeah, that's, He's that's, almost like a household name. Barstool Sports is always yeah. talking about him. Yeah, he's he's got his own merch. With Hunter Dickinson, he, I mean, he could have – different, what, five years ago he would have left for the draft, but he makes more money through sponsorships, Michigan yeah. being a big guy on campus. Yeah, I think even Drew so, – yeah, Drew Timmy said he's yeah, making like a couple yeah. million through NIL. That's why he stayed, which is crazy, but – you know, that's college basketball. But that, that is, I think, a plus side. It's, oh, keeping, it's definitely a good, keeping the, it's good for the sport, for sure. It is. I mean, but then, I mean, at the same time, like, it, it, could, ne- it, it you have the Miami yes. situation yes, where they have to pay po- for Nigel yes. Pack. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's overall a plus for the sport. And, I mean, it brings him back. And, I mean, he was a big reason why, obviously, they ended up losing it by 14 points to Houston in the NCAA tournament last year. But he was a big reason why, like, they were the trendy 15 yeah. over 2 upset. Yeah. Sure. Was it? Wasn't, wasn't there 15? I thought it was 14 over 3. I don't know. No, they were, they were a 15. They were 15 really? They were 15. They played Houston. Who were the two. It, it was, but last year they ended up going 27 oh, yeah. and 7. But, I mean, yeah. it's the CUSA, so people take it less seriously. We were talking about the trendy 15 over 2 upset, which uh-huh. was UAB over Houston last year. But there was one team that actually beat a two-seed last year, St. Peter's, okay. whose head coach is now at Seton Hall, yes. where we all go to school. So I'll start by talking about, so Seton Hall routed Monmouth um, in their opening night game, and, you know, there's a lot to talk about with this team. I thought they looked a little sloppy on offense turnover-wise, but I liked how the offense ran. Last year, a big problem with the team was too much, you know, isolation ball, pick and roll. It just wasn't, you know, by the end of the season, it really did them in. This year, you know, they're playing more run and gun. They were getting rebounds and just, you know, throwing it out and just running the floor. Defense looked much improved. Yeah. They showed a lot of full-court pressure, I thought, I which liked, was interesting. I like the pressure a lot, so I keep going. But yeah. the, the defense was definitely the thing that stood out. Yeah, and just to, you know, name a couple guys that really stood out to me, Trey Jackson looks, you know, a lot more confident this year. He was a guy that kind of just, like, lurked out beyond the three-point line and tried to get spot-up threes. This year, I mean, so far it's obviously only one game. He was going to the rim. He scored, scored all of his 12 points inside the paint, taken to the rim with confidence, and he's a very athletic guy, so obviously that's something he should be doing. Uh, his so the freshman on the team, Tay Davis and Jaquan Sanders, seems like they're gonna have an impact right away. They both played great, I thought, which is something Seen All hasn't had in the past couple of years. I can't remember the last time we had an impact freshman. Maybe mm. since Jared Roden and Ant Nelson were freshmen almost four, yeah. four or five years ago. So that's something to look at. Um, also, they played ten guys, which is something Hallway's been known to do. He's gonna play everyone he can. All ten guys, you know, they played good. I thought there's not anyone that was like, oh, they played horrible. I thought it's a good sign for them. Obviously, they got to build a little bit more chemistry, but great sign for Seton Hall. Yeah, and uh, just to bounce off a couple of things that you said, uh, after the game, Holloway acknowledged the fact that he was playing 10 deep, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was Seton Hall. I mean, obviously, like he was known for doing that at St. Peter's, but Seton Hall played a lot of full-court pressure, and you know they've had a lot of injuries over the offseason, so they didn't have a lot of time for everybody to practice, and a lot of the guys were gassed. Holloway even said it in his postgame. He said, that a lot of guys were gassed. Uh, they would come over to him in, on the sideline and say they would need a break. And Holloway was more than happy to do that because they're playing full court press, which makes you obviously, uh, it, it kills your energy. And if you have a team that could go 10 deep, that's great. If everybody on your team is worth having in a rotation, 
guy gets in foul trouble, you can yeah. plug a guy in who's been in those situations before, has played solid minutes. Yeah, it, it helps. That helps a ton, especially in yeah. And if you if you have somebody that needs to get a little bit of a rest, you have him. Mm-hmm. You have somebody. It's the next man up mentality. You have somebody that can fill his place, play for the next three minutes, and keep the defensive pressure up. That's why Monmouth had, I think they had 24 turnovers. Yeah, yeah a, 20, lot. 20, a lot. 23, yeah, 24. 23, 24. They just looked outmatched. Yeah, I mean, I thought the first 10 to 15 minutes looked sloppy, very sloppy on offense for Seton Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably the biggest question mark, I still think, for this team is on offense. I think Trey Jackson was a leading scorer with 12 points. But who's going to be that guy that will, will lead the team consistently? Uh, I thought the defense looked phenomenal. Great, yeah. The way they forced so many turnovers, they were up on the ball, trapping. Uh, that's a different style than what we've seen. And, yeah, you, it caused a lot of turnovers. But they also were able to get back and still force very tough shots. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, still, I still feel like the offense is going to be a, a bit of an issue in the first couple of weeks. Uh, I was wondering kind of what you guys, who you guys think would be the leading scorer when it's all said and done on the Seton Hall team. Um, I, I would say I, was, I, I would say Trey Jackson, but he's coming off the bench. Um, but there's a lot of guys who I think can average very close to the same amount. Yeah, just uh, you know, going off that, I was kind of surprised to see Jackson and also Almir Dawes coming off the bench. You know, we were looking up at the scoreboard and I saw Harris starting. I was like, you know, that's a little interesting. Just I thought Dawes is going to be. The, I still think he's going to be the leading scorer of this team, and he came in off the bench. I think he put up around like ten, like 10 points. Yeah, he, ten. He just has. A, it seems like he has a good feel for the yeah. game, and he could be the guy. You know. When you need a shot late in the game, I could see him making that shot. Hopefully not. I don't think he. I'm not sure. Not sure if he hit a three, but well, he, was, that he, shot, was, he hit one. Right. Dawes, Dawes was two for five from three and okay. four for four from the line. Uh, he was zero for four from inside the arc. He had a lot of a couple of mid ranges that just wouldn't connect. Uh, he's got to work on that a little bit, but he was always a great three point shooter at Clemson. I think that it doesn't really matter if he's coming off the bench or if Trey Jackson's coming off the bench because Holloway's going to try and get all these guys to have 15, 20 minutes a game. It doesn't really matter. Who's starting? Because mm. seven, eight guys are probably going to begin starting caliber minutes. Yeah, I think the lineup's going to fluctuate a lot too. It's going to depend on matchups, mm. who's hot. So, okay, yeah, coming, change Yana a lot. coming back. Hopefully, at some point. Probably like Jerry at Carino, some. one of the Seton Hall uh, beat writers, said he his guess, best guess was probably about six weeks. So that's it's right around from, from now. Conference play, yeah, mm. from now. Because he was limping on the sideline yesterday. He was in crutches on Saturday. Was there, there's another player I thought was injured too. Uh, yeah, another transfer. I forget his name. Abdul Nadaye, yeah. who's not really going to have much of an impact. He was an Illinois right. State transfer who didn't even make much of an impact there. And then there was uh, Jaquan Harris, Jameer's brother, who... He's probably going to redshirt, if I had to guess, right? Yeah, probably, because he had a knee surgery over the offseason, I believe, so he's probably going to redshirt. Uh, one last thing I will say about the Pirates is, I think you talked you talked about Trey Jackson for a minute. I think a lot of why he's not really hanging outside the arc, even though he's shown time and time again that he can hit those shots, I think he was their best three-point shooter by percentage last year, is more so out of necessity. Yeah, much, much different role than last year. Exactly, especially with Yetna out. Uh, you need one of your bigger bodies to be on the inside. I was talking with him during the media day a couple weeks ago, and I was like, how are you going to like adjust your play style? He's like, I don't really know if I'm going to adjust my play style, but you can expect me to be like playing a little bit more... Uh, like instead of being more all, just completely on the outside, more of like the middle, finding the middle ground between being on the outside and being inside. Yeah. So I think we saw a lot of that mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, I think he attempted a couple threes, but that was not nearly the main part of his game. Yeah, I think Cena looked good. I'm excited for the game on uh, Saturday against St. Peter's. Yeah, that's going to be That's going to be so brutal. Yeah, getting up um, for that. Yeah. But I'm really it's excited. A noon game, right? Really? Noon yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really, really excited for next Wednesday with Iowa coming in. It's going to be a big test for them. Yep. That's going to be. Uh, yeah, the first real game of the season. That place is going to be jumping. 
Yeah. I'll be jumping. The crew's going to be rocking. Nikos is going to be front row. Nikos will be 12. We'll be three beers deep by halftime. Dude, I don't Start like. Running on the court by the end of the game when they I don't win. like buying $16 I know, beers. I know. <laughs> it's, it's too much. I, I spent twenty dollars on a, like on a on a food meal yesterday because I, I got chicken fingers, fries, and a, like a soda, and I felt dirty. You were, you were on the scoreboard too yesterday, Nikos. You got a little. I little saw you. Yeah, we I were. saw you on TV too. You're right. Right oh, in I was the, on the TV. Wait, you were, did you even go? I didn't go. No, oh. I was there. The camera loves That's you, Nikos. Yeah. Clearly, I kept well, seeing so you. Though. They they showed like the four of us that like went together. They showed just the um, they showed just the four of us that went, and like we have an intramural team, so we like we took that picture. Like somebody sent us a picture of us on the big screen, and we photoshopped like you know how. When somebody's there, like it shows, oh, this is like this is Ike Obiagu that's here, and it shows their name on the screen. Yeah. We edited it to show like our intramural team name on it. We're what's the what's the over under win total for your for the Brooklyn Ballers intramural team? What do you think? Uh, the Brooklyn Ballers. Were, what, was, yeah. what was it? Football, real quick. I think we were owned. I, I was only able to go to one oh, game. You guys won a game. I remember. I was well, no, we won the game where they had a forfeit. Okay, win the win though. But they, then they took it back because yeah. they, you guys kicked them out of the league. <laughs> okay, yeah. So no wins? No wins. Damn. I was only there for one game, though, because I had classed the other three or four games. So, so the line's see, half a see, win for basketball. you got to get one win. Well, we won one last year, so I'll set it at one and a half. How many games year. do you play in the season, Dino? Well, it's only like five. Are you playing in this fall league or are you only playing in the spring? I didn't even know there was a fall. Yeah, there's a little fall tournament uh, that's been going on. So I guess you guys are starting in the spring. Yeah. I think yeah, everyone plays like ten games. There's a pretty good amount. I don't know. Reezer's gonna have to carry you guys, sharpshooter. Yeah. Dude, Reezer shoots like sixty percent from three. I know he is. He's a weapon. On but he team. doesn't. He he feels like because we're just playing for fun. We're in D three. Like we don't really care. He's like, he's like, I want you guys to shoot. I don't want to do everything. Just like have fun. Do what you got to do. Nikos triple doubling coming one day. I'm a defensive stopper. That's my that's my gimmick. You take charges. Until, you, until take, you take charges out there or not? No. Until Jack yeah, like calls me for four fouls when I go whoa, straight up whoa. and block it. Yeah, I got Nikos. I'm trying to do my job. I got Nikos criticizing me. I'm like Nikos. Dude, I get clean, about I you. Can see that Nikos. I get like three clean, out the rack. I get like three clean blocks a game, and every time you call him fouls Damn. from the other end of the court. At least let the guy. At least let the guy on the on the end closer to me call him. I'm an A plus ref, and I don't. That's. I'm an A plus ref, and I don't. I'm not biased at all. If Nikos is hacking, which he normally is, I'm never hacking. It's all ball. It's all ball. All ball. I don't know. Nikos, I'm not sure about that. You. You know, you tell me you jump up people that are a lot of people taller than you and get all ball. Well, no, I'm talking about the game against women. Yeah, you probably blocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> foul for blocking of women. How about that? You don't do that. True. That's fair. That's fair. And you guys lost to them, yeah? No, Damn. we won. We won. Let's go by like you one point. <laughs> we blew like we blew four like to, four to three. <laughs> <laughs> we no, it was like I don't know. I don't remember the final score. But we had 12, like a 11. we had like an eight point lead with like five minutes left, and we just started to blow it, and then. I think we're down by I think we're down by one with like thirty seconds left, and this kid who sucks, who's horrible, uh, name drop him. <coughs> I'm not gonna name uh, drop him on your team. On my team, name right. drop him. I'm not gonna name oh, drop him. So classy. He shoots he shoots a three from the, like the right wing, like half guarded. After we all say name, pass the <laughs> ball. He air. <laughs> he goes about to blow the mic out <laughs> yelling about this. Name. <laughs> he air balls it. And I'm under the room to catch it, so I'm like, thank, thank, thank God. I pass out to Kyle, who like is obviously, like we said earlier, yeah. the best shooter on the team, and pops a three. And then uh, I think I think I had block to win it. Yeah. So what do you win by? One by two, then. If we won by like one or it two. Was one, I remember. I think I it know, was, was one or two. It was right. one possession. That's my Nikos. fault. I, I should have teed Nikos up because he was acting <laughs> reckless on that court. I mean, this year I'm not gonna mess around. The moment Nikos starts running his mouth, I'm teeing him up. 
I mean, you should just be a better ref. Whoa. You know what? That, you're just asking for it. <laughs> I might just throw you out immediately. But All right. We'll anyway, see. we're getting a little off topic. But Do you want to move on to the well, games to watch? Yeah. I'm stuck. Wrap this up. with. I like tomorrow. I finally think tomorrow we get some good games popping up. Time, yeah. Nothing's going to be insane. I, well, I, ma- I, made a, I made a few tiers. Okay. Justin. Let's, let's hear your well, tier list. with the first one. So how about you go through each of your tiers, and after no. the go through your first tier, okay. we'll talk and about and the first right, tier, yeah, then go okay. through your second. My first tier, starting off, I think it's easy. Zaga, Michigan State, okay. on a yeah. on a damn ship. Yeah, I'd be kind of. It's I'd gonna be, be so fun to watch it. They haven't yeah. done that in like what, like eight yeah, years. They, they did I, Michigan I, State, North Carolina, I think was the last. They did one. something. They were like camo uniforms. Yeah. I remember doing that was a few years ago. For I think sure. it was windy I, too, which is why they're like, I don't know if we want to do it. I think I was making meatballs the last time I did it. Yeah. I think I like, I would a core not memory. want to have your meatballs. I uh, core memory was for like a church, and it was like my neighbor. And I'm just helping out, but it doesn't matter. You're a good cook, but no, no, but I'm a good guy. All right, so number <laughs> number number two, I got Stanford, Wisconsin. I, I know Stan, I know guy. Stanford. That's not funny. It's the truth. But, anyway. but that game that game seemed played at the Brewer Stadium. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So field, which is weird. I mean, Stanford did not look good in the first game, but I, I expected a competitive game. They, uh, Stanford, in terms of, bro. You want you want to add something about Stanford? Yeah. So, I had a twenty leg parlay going on Monday. Twenty legs. <laughs> now, like, no, 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 like, <laughs> like, tw- like twelve, like twelve of them were like insane money line, like, like Kansas money line, okay. like minus five thousand, like Providence, not Providence, um, like Creighton, Creighton, yeah, on there? I, I don't remember, but it was a bunch of money lines that were like minus a thousand, minus five thousand, and then like five or six like spread or over unders, and like the second or third game of it all is the is the Sanford game. And Sanford was, I think I had him at minus 16 and a half. With like 12 minutes left, they're up by 17. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, meanwhile, this is while I'm in line waiting to get my flu shot, which I ultimately got denied because of the insurance. Walgreens doesn't know how to handle insurance. You got like 45 hours remaining at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I have more than that. Yeah. But anyways, like I'm, I'm following along on my phone. I actually think it was like for free on the Pac-12 app, so I was watching a little bit of it. Then Pacific goes on like an 11-0 run. It's like a six-point lead now. I'm like, damn, come on. And then Stanford just goes like 52% from the line all game. Like they missed like a whole bunch of free throws. It's like, damn. And that was the only like I missed. I mean, I could have told you that, Nicole. 16 and a half is way too like that's. But Pacific's horrible. They won, like, they won like what, like 10, right? They won by 10. Yeah. I think we gotta start cooking up like a three-point play. Yeah, we should give our of the week. We or should give like her. That. That'd be nice. We'd give our plays at the end of the pod. Will yeah. be uh, one game we all like. I think stay tuned for that next week. We'll cook yeah. something up for that. So okay. when we when we do that, though, like the the lines don't come out until the day before. For yeah. the for, it's like it comes out like nine or ten p.m. at night. Like it depends on like the day, but they usually come out like late the night before. So what we might have to do is like Ken Palm has uh, like projected scores. Like right now, I've got TCU's page pulled up. Their score is. 85-52 for their next game. Okay. So, and usually the um, betting lines are actually pretty close to what the Ken Palm projections are. So it would be like TCU minus 32 over under 137 yeah, we or do something. That. We'll do something like that. So right, if so we want to go a couple days ahead, that's what we would do. That'd be fun. Yeah. And then I, so then I do have, so Zaga Mission State, Stanford, Wisconsin. Then I have Temple Nova in the Tier 1. And then to finish it off, I have BYU versus San Diego State. That's an underrated game. That so those, really are, those, underrated are, those game. I think are the four... Uh, top games for tomorrow, and they're all, they're all Friday. Yeah, so those are all Friday games. That's actually going to be a fun game. So fun yeah, day. is that a neutral site for BYU at San Diego State? Do you know? San Diego State's home. Okay, okay. that's probably a late game too. Probably yeah, like ten thirty. Like I think, but that's a game worth staying up for. I would think. Yeah, I mean, I'm. 
Ooh, so. but the things if, if we got if we got the Seton Hall game at twelve, we're trying to get up at like ten for that. That might be a little bit. What's the what's the score prediction for the BYU San Diego State game? Let's see what they got. Ken, is it out yet? Is it Ken Palm? Ken Palm Ken Palm projects every game like for the entire. No, year, I, like I, right I, I knew I didn't know if it was out on the actual. Yeah, what is Ken Palm? I don't think the bet the bed lines out yet. But Ken Palm has San Diego State with a seventy seven percent chance to win, has them winning seventy three to sixty five. So okay. what twelve points? No, eight, eight points. Oh, wait, I'm idiot. Just, no, it's not that was idea. that was I don't do that, that was pretty bad. He <laughs> was thinking seventy-five, sixty-three. I'll yeah. give him. I'll I, I'll give him a pass. Oh. Eight points still. That's <laughs> probably, so I think that's yeah, probably yeah, accurate. So I think that's about yeah. fair. So those are my those are my. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. But those are my four. I think best games for tomorrow. And then I have a second tier. I like uh, West Virginia versus Pitt. I know Pitt was one of your yeah, sleeper teams. Yeah. Yeah. Had a big win opening night. I think that's gonna be a good game. Uh, Clemson, South Carolina, a little battle. Dude, State. South Carolina barely, barely beat, beat SCC, who is one of the worst teams so. in all of Division One. But that's that's a rivalry game, even though it's not nearly as point as football. It's still a little bad blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Kansas State, California. I mean, I know California sucks, but I think Kansas. State I don't think Kansas State. I don't think Kansas State's some juggernaut. I could see that being a solid game. Second tier, I think it's better than a lot of the other games out there. So I will say, going off that Pittsburgh game, uh, Pitt is <coughs> Pitt is home. They're favored to win by one by Ken Palm. Okay. Well, then the last one I have, I think, would be the best game out of the tier two is Dagan SMU. That's gonna be a good game. So that's a good. That one bit. I thought about putting in tier one. That's I'm a good mid-major sure. game. Maybe you could pop that tier one. But yeah, I think that's yeah, maybe, but by far the best uh, of the second tiers, and that should be an exciting game. And then third tier, I'm hopeful. I got Duquesne, Kentucky. Duquesne looks pretty solid. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for a close game. I'm not saying they're gonna. I'm hoping for maybe like ten minutes left. It's within like fifteen points. Maybe people are checking it out. And then Fordham, shout out your boy that you talked about, <laughs> like aren't a bunch. And then uh, Fordham, Arkansas, maybe that's Arkansas young, maybe it's a bit close. Than people expect, and but Nick, that's a third tier. But those are at least. But Nick Smith also didn't play on yeah, Monday, so maybe maybe he doesn't play again, and that could be a sneaker. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, so those are those, are, but I think these are. Um, so those are Friday's much, games. Yes, much better games than what we've got in the past three, four days. Yeah, I got a game for Saturday. I think to keep an eye on is Wagner at LaSalle. I think that those teams are can't wait. Two mid majors okay. had impressive you were, games. You were gassing up with that. I know, I know. Well, not really, but if anybody's really. anybody's uh, wondering, it's on uh, ESPN Plus at three or three p.m. It's not like there's many other like <laughs> huge matchups just on you know week one of college basketball. So does Louisville lose to Wright State? Yes, I think they do. I Probably. Think, uh, yes, I'll they do. say they win by like five. I think Green Bay. Wright State just took Davidson to double overtime, though. They okay, needed well, Foster Lawyer to nearly have a triple double to not lose to Wright State. Nikos, I think Green Bay beats Georgetown. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't know anything okay. about Green Bay, but the, I'll be fading Georgetown any day of the week. Okay. What about the College of New Jersey at Ryder? Teaching Chase Division Three. <clears throat> so, uh, Campbell, Cam, Campbellsville, Harrellsburg. At Lipscomb. That's a marquee matchup. Yeah, it's so. I mean, Washington State, maybe Boise State isn't awful. Just not, not Sucks. many great yeah. games. Well, college, well that's guess what? what? College football. I guess why would you? Everybody's watching college football. I'll take college basketball any day of the week over college football. Um, I don't know, but you will. But I'm. I mean, yeah. obviously the rest of the country. Yeah. But JMU at Buffalo is not a horrible game. JMU won by like 100 points versus that. That's what I'm saying. That's they why did. It's not yeah. Our old friend to call Molson, Molson on a. Oh, GMU. I forgot he's still yeah, around, dude. Front. Really? He's on the. I don't know. I, I, I hate him playing here. Yeah, he was horrible. <laughs> he was horrible. Yeah. I'm sure he was a nice guy. He was. He, he, was, was he missed like 33s in a row and he kept trying to shoot them. I thought it was all right. Yeah. It was like, two, what, two years ago, I think? Three years ago. During COVID. During yeah, the COVID year, yeah. And I was so excited for him coming, too. Like, 
pause. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like I see. It was like our freshman year. Uh, I'm looking at, It was like our freshman year. I see this dude, this transfer from. I didn't even know how to pronounce it at the time. He went to Canisius, right? yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I'm like, okay, this dude looks good. Like he could shoot like decently well. I'm excited for him. I know he's got to wait the year. Then, then two years ago rolls around. Sophomore year rolls around, and he's just. He's okay, like, in the non-conference, even though he missed, like, a game tie and free throw yeah, at the end of the game against yeah. Louisville. Yeah. But he was decent, and then during the conference, he was just horrible. I, 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 don't, I didn't want to think of that guy's name again. I think he had a decent year for JMU last year, too. I'm pretty sure he had a pretty solid year. I mean, but JMU, JMU doesn't play anyone. They beat Virginia last year. That's about it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Was, that, was that game in overtime? It was, yeah. My buddy goes there and said that's the one basketball game he went to. Sure. I don't think he saw any others, but. <laughs> Yeah, he had 12.3 points uh, last year. I mean, he shot 28.3% yeah, from three. Which he's a defender. Pass, he's not a scorer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Are there any games? Do we want to try and record, like, before the Champions Classic on Tuesday? Do we want to try and record, like, Sunday or Monday? Probably not Sunday because football, but maybe Monday. I think Monday's probably a good idea. So we'll try and record again on Monday so we could recap the weekend. Might be later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah later on Monday's fine. Um, so we'll talk football. about... Can we put football on the I mean, TV or anything? Maybe. <laughs> But we'll try and talk about the games that obviously we were previewing this mm. weekend, for this weekend, and then we'll yeah. preview the games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday when we actually will finally have some games. And I think that you know we're we've got a few more days left of mid games, even though tomorrow is good. We've got a few days left of mid games, but then finally starting around Tuesday, there should be some really good games, yeah. um, like consistently. And I think for the next few weeks, you can expect bad games on the weekends, just because they don't want, really want to yeah. compete with the NFL, and they don't want to compete with college football, but as soon as the calendar starts to flip towards December and January, then you'll see a lot of good games on the weekends. Anything else we want to touch upon before we go? Maybe a quick game. score prediction for Saturday against St. Peter's. Quick Ooh. score prediction against... I'll, I'll pull up a Ken Palm thing, just because oh I guess God. that's just been... You love quick Ken, score you love prediction. Ken I don't need like data and stats. I would just eye test. I got Seton Hall winning by 22. Yeah, that's not a score prediction. That is, I mean, I don't know. 80, right. I got them 88-66. I got them 74-59. <laughs> I was dude, I, I was about to say 74 for the Pirates. I wasn't going to say something for St. Peter's yet, but 74 is the first number that came to my mind for Seton Hall also. St. Peter's, 56. Okay. So basically, yeah, we're all in the same area. We're around the same area. Uh, Ken Palm has 75-58 Seton Hall. So Ooh, I was around the money, basically. Yeah, you were. We're, we're both right I'm on the high end for this. I like 88. 88, that's a lot. I hope it's great. Yeah. I don't want that offense. I mean, it's a couple of scrappy defenses, teams that aren't the best offensively, yeah. so it could be low scoring again. Yeah. Um, I know we can't bet in New Jersey on Seton Hall anymore, yeah, but sadly not. maybe like if, if there's an over-under of like 140, go I'll go under. back home to Rhode Island for it, just to bet. And then just drive, for that? And drive back up. So you'll leave at like 7 a.m.? Yeah, 6 a.m. How far is the drive from here? Well, if there's no traffic, I could... Drive safely. Yeah, the way you drive. And get the, yeah, the I would drive, drive drive the speed limit like I always do, and get them <laughs> three three hours, three and a half hours. Well, get the nine nine thirty. What you could also do is just go the half hour into New York, because in New York nah, you could bet on the New nah, Jersey teams. Nah. I ride from my state. I'd rather go back home and do it. What is in Rhode Island? Beaches, me, <laughs> schools, <laughs> schools. If schools are one of your top <laughs> three teams in your state, teams, that's when you know top a three teams. Top three teams? Are there are, are there any teams sense. like there are no professional teams? No, it's New England. But you're not. I mean, it's Rhode Island. Yeah, there's no professional. Okay, it's no. 
and New your Jersey best, your best like collegiate school URI. Yeah. What? Okay, it's still so a good you state. So I mean, you don't just pick a state because they have good basketball schools for colleges. What? I think the coach just hates you and yeah. your family. He was Not talking crap about Nebraska. He's, no, he's getting he's getting his last uh, little digs in because he's forty four hours left and he won't be <laughs> won't be able to do it in a few days. I love how, I love how we've only been recording for an <laughs> oh, hour. Oh, because you've, you've been you've been cutting it down with your with your comments yeah. and all your coughs. So wait, you're 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 just the the judge of how long you have to left. No, to I can just tell like by your body, by your syn- syndromes and. Syn- <laughs> Whatever the hell you say. My who? My symptoms? Not yes. S- you said syndrome? <laughs> you gotta give him an hour back for that. Come on now. Now you're fine. Forty? Right. No, half hour. Forty-four hours and thirty minutes. It's Forty-four and a half hours. We'll see, dude. Hopefully, I'm done editing it by then. Cause you I better be. Yeah, we're I better not, be. We're gonna have to learn how to edit. Yeah, go, wait, you said we. I'll don't. bring you back to life just to click the button. It's the weekend, man. Yeah. What? It, it is. It I'm is excited. Weekend. Good sports. Good times. Good. Jets people. Patriots of a bye. And next week is when the Patriots week, put the dagger in then. I mean, they just beat up on the. Remember, you said the Patriots gonna win what two games this year, three games this year, and they've probably three. I said. Yeah, it was a real nice prediction. I know it, it was. Let's let's see what I have. It's what funny. Uh, it's funny. The, it's funny. The Patriots are five and three and fourteen. I said. Patriots are five and five and wow. four in last place in their division, and Tom Brady's four and five in first place in his. Yep. Stupid. Sometimes. The AFC. The AFC East is, is pretty Jets will fall off a little bit. Yeah. Is Josh Allen, like, broke his arm? He's out this week. Yeah. Torn MCL? I think he's out. Yeah, he's out. I mean, he didn't, pra- he didn't practice today. Him, yeah. I, I hope I'm playing well, him. I'm they? playing him in our league. Who are they playing? Cleveland? Yeah, it's a... Uh, no, they're playing... It might be Cleveland. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds right. Is it? Uh, I mean, my, my laptop's frozen, so I can't look it up there. But uh, here, let's see on the ESPN app, because... We love the ESPN. No, they're playing the Minnesota Vikings. Damn. Oh, okay. oh right, yeah, because I remember I was talking with some of like, my Jets fan friends about how if the Vikings beat them this league, like, we're rooting for the Vikings this week because then we're in first place. So what do the Browns play? The Browns play Miami. Right, Jacoby Brissett revenge game, I think. It could be. Yeah. Could be. All right, well. That'll do it for this episode of Three Point Play. I've been Justin Nicosia. Jack Heenan. And Patrick Cowger. Uh, make sure you follow our social media at Three Point Play Pod on Instagram and on Twitter at three point underscore play. Uh, we'll let you guys know whenever an episode is published. And we will see you next time. We'll see you next time, probably next Monday. So just yep. keep your stay podcast tuned. refreshed and uh, stay tuned for that.